Hey, all you lovely, beautiful people, how are you doing? Hoping that you are all well. I uh, I saw the first sign of spring today. Probably a little bit too early to be actually spotting signs of spring, but it was enough to make me believe that spring was on on the way, which gave me a big smile. Um, so. Following from last week's episode, where we'd gone out to listeners and asked for general feedback and comments on what we should talk about in future episodes, we now moving to stage two of those questions. Um, we had a, uh, a listener drop us a line and say that they've got prep training coming up and they would really like to know sort of how to prepare for prep training. Um, So it's kind of the prep for prep, basically. Uh, And this is going out to our listener of Ben. Uh, So Ben, this one's for you. Um, But if your name's not Ben, and this wasn't your question, don't be alarmed. This episode could still be of interest to you. Who knows? Who knows? Um, So... If you go to the back catalogue of previous episodes, uh, you will see that I've done quite a few different um, episodes on prep. Um, But this is more, I guess, from a um, sort of a trainer perspective. Um, So I remember talking about my expectations over the three days, what I was hoping would happen, then following that up. Um, I also remember sort of like what talking about what I do. but I think it's really, really good to think about, actually, you guys, you know, you're you're about to go through this. So thinking about prep, um, casting my mind back to all those years ago, um, the way that our prep training was run uh, back then was it was done on a week-by-week basis on a Wednesday, and it was for the whole day for four weeks. Um, and that was, that was weird. Uh, I liked it. Um, but when I found out that they'd sort of changed it and altered it so that it was all consecutive days, I actually felt that that was a better experience for trainers and learners alike. Um, so I think that was a change for, for the better. Um, Also, just a side note, today's on-location episode comes from my kitchen. I've done most of the prep work, so you shouldn't really hear too much chopping. But if you do hear general kitchen noises, it's because, you guessed it, I'm in my kitchen. Um, So so they changed how they uh, did the prep training um, in our area. They changed it so as it was going to be um, each... Um, it was going to be three consecutive days, which, like I say, I think was a lot better. Um, now, through that, you might find that your agency are doing it differently. Um, I know that a lot of agents, um, or agencies rather, are still working online um, and still delivering that training online. Yours may be doing the same. Um, I I don't know. So... I'm just going to, again, I'm going to talk about what 
what we've done, what we experienced, and my advice and guidance to you before you experience your own. Um, so, as a trainer, when I'm getting ready to deliver that training, I think I talked about this in, in the expectation episode, I'm genuinely so excited to be in that room, so thrilled to be talking to um, fellow adopters, but I'm really conscientious. I want to make sure that those who are on the training are A, getting the most from it, and B, really engaging, um, using that time for the best best that they can, really. Um, now, when I start any training, um, some of it is still online. Um, the majority of it now is sort of uh, face-to-face, which is great. But when I start any form of training, I always talk to my sort of trainees and I talk to them about it not being a spectator's sport. Now, what I mean by that is get involved. And that is my first and probably top tip for you on on your training. Ask questions, seek clarity, um, check in with them on, on what the trainers are saying. They're not gonna be upset that you have asked extra questions or ruined their flow of conversation. That is definitely not where they're gonna be. What they're actually looking for is to make sure that you have got an understanding of what's being discussed um, and that if something isn't quite sort of um, quite sinking in for you that you're comfortable to ask those questions. Um, Parenting shouldn't really be a shock uh, but parenting is is all about taking on challenges Um, and I think you know, within the world of adoption, I guess you'd actually take that sentence out. Within the world of parenting, we have to have the ability to say, I don't understand or I need help. Um, so we need to be able to have that conversation with these social workers and the trainers in the room. We need to be able to say to them, do you know what? Not entirely sure what you mean by that. Could you go over that again? Could you clarify what you meant by this? You get the you get the idea. Um, but the idea being that you are getting the absolute most from that experience. You are getting everything that you can from your time in that training room. Um, so talk to them and say, hey, you're covering this topic. I'm not sure I get it. I'm not sure I'm following you. Could you just clarify on that? They they will be thrilled to be able to go into more depth and more detail. Um, now, it might be that they say, hey, do you know what? Great question. We're going to actually be covering that tomorrow. So are you okay holding that question until then? If, if so, brilliant, great, excellent. They now know that you're asking questions. But engage, engage with the training and engage with the trainers. That is how you will, I guarantee, get the most from that experience in that room. Um, whether it's online or vir- virtual or in, in person, it doesn't matter. Speak, 
speak up, speak out, demonstrate that you're listening, demonstrate that you can hear them. This noise that you can hear right now is the broccoli going on. Um, so, nice. Um, but let them know that you can hear what they're saying. Um, let them know that you're, you're paying an interest and you're wanting to know more. There is nothing more painful than delivering training to a room full of silent people. It just does not work at all. It is dull as dishwater. It's not fun for anyone, okay? If, if you're all just sat there silently and barely giving any, even, even a nod to let it be known that you are following what's being said or engaged in what's being said, do you know what? It's, that's, that's hard work. That is hard, hard work. Um, and like I say, when you are engaging, it lets the trainers know, right, yeah, do you know what? They've got this now. I don't need to cover this anymore. Um, sorry, currently trying to find the right lid. Uh, <laughs> got it. Uh, so I, I'm, I've, I've been in that room where I've delivered training and I'm talking about something. I'm like, oh, do you know what? I'm getting nothing back from this room. I think I've lost them. So do you know what? I'm just going to harp on about the same subject because maybe that's what these guys need. When they might have had absolutely all that they needed in that content, I didn't need to carry on going on about it, but no one was letting me know that it was covered. So first and foremost, get involved, ask questions, demonstrate that you're listening, show them that you're interested, um, bring in some of your own reading or research, let people know where you're at. Um, and feel confident, this is the next, next big tip, feel confident to challenge some thinking. Make sure that you are challenging the statement, not the person, you know, that's social worker talk. Um, but make sure that you're actually talking to them and saying, do you know what, I, I've, I've actually seen it done differently or I heard something and, and they was recommending this. Can you sort of like let me know why your thinking is a bit different on that? Engage them because I have, I've always said when it comes to training, you might actually learn so much more from the person sat next to you instead of the person actually delivering the training. And as a trainer, I see that as a wonderful, wonderful thing because I'm facilitating your learning. I'm allowing you to be in a position where you are learning somehow. I don't really care where from in, in the right way. Providing you are learning and providing you're growing, I don't really care who taught you what. I am not precious in the slightest about that sort of thing. So challenge, question, just check in on sort of a thought process and just see how how that is being seen. Um I remember when we were getting ready for our training, um I remember that we really, really stressed out about what to wear. Um, I didn't know because nobody had let us know what was the expectation. I didn't know if we were supposed to go dressed up in suits, shirts, tie, um, or if it was informal and relaxed. No one had let us know. And I know that dad and I were really stressed out because it was like, mm, any other training that I would go on, I would 
I would be dressed up for this. So what do I do now? What's the expectation? Now, we kind of went, um, in the end, we went with Smart Casual. Um, and we sort of relaxed a little bit with that. Um, what I can say is I have delivered training to people that turn up in a shirt and tie. I have delivered training to people that turn up in shorts and t-shirt and flip-flops. I can comfortably tell you social workers and trainers, they don't care. Um, it's more about how engaged you are and what what you're bringing to the table than what you're wearing to the table. Um, obviously make it appropriate clothing. I don't know what appropriate means, but I feel it's important that I say that sort of thing. Um, but, you know, that doesn't matter. It stressed me out and it really didn't need to. I didn't need to be thinking about that. Just wear what you feel comfortable in, making sure that you're in a sort of a comfortable headspace to learn. That is the priority, okay? Um, asking questions, engaging. <sighs> Either take notes or don't take notes. It, again, it doesn't matter. If your sort of nature is that you are someone that needs to take copious notes in order to make sure that you're following it, do it. If you're someone who doesn't take any notes, that's okay too. Um, I cannot stress enough that that's, that's not the sort of thing that um, the social workers or the trainers are looking at. They're not, they're not bothered about that sort of thing. Um, in, again, in the right way, that's not, that's not what they're looking out for. What they're going to be looking out for is engagement, acknowledgement, um, and how, how you present yourself as well. Um, now, if you're a single adopter, it's it's about how you're sort of acknowledging your learning. Um, if you're in a couple, it's about how are you with each other. Do is is one more vocal than the other? Again, they're absolutely fine with that. It's not a problem, but they'll they'll be interested. They're going to want to know if if when they talk about contact and how comfortable you are with contact. Does one person in the relationship lean on the other one and, and say what the other one is saying first? Um, be an individual, be yourself, and be okay. Um, you know, don't don't stress that you're not allowed to say those things or challenge those things. They're looking out to see, are you your own person in that room? Are you, are you comfortable and confident to sort of, delve into those things. Um, the trainers are fully aware that group activities, online activities, all of those things are not for everyone. They are fully aware that you may not be comfortable talking in groups. There will be occasions where you will need to speak. So prep yourself for that. Okay. Now, for a lot of these trainings, um, certainly any of the ones that I've ever delivered, Role play is not a thing that you need to be stressing about. It's not going to be happening. So take that off the table. Don't stress about that. Um, look, you're, you're now going to go to prep and they're going to put in a bit of role play. Um, I, from all of the training that I've ever delivered, it's never been a thing. So I don't imagine for one moment it's going to be a thing for you. Okay. 
Um, but engage with the activities. Um, sort of, again, pre, pre-COVID, there were activities where you were up and moving around and you were engaging with one another and you was, you was engaging with different members of the room. Get involved in that. Get chatting to other people. This is your first breach into a local support network. Get to know them. Make them your friends. Remember, one of you will be first, one of you will be last. Just the way it happens. But these people could be your lifelines, your support network. They are the first people that will know firsthand what you are going through. Use that as a resource. Um, I would say as well, it's the same as any training. Go in with an open mind. Go in with a few ideas of what you're hoping to achieve from the training and ask yourself, what does good training look like? You know, what are you hoping at the end of your training experience that you can look back and go, oh, do you know what? I ticked that box and I've got, I've got that covered now and I feel great. Or I went in hoping that I'd find out about this. Actually, at the end of it, I came away with more questions about it, but that means that I'm on my learning journey. All of those things are great, okay? Um, If you have concerns about how you react to certain things, um, are you an overly emotional person? Are you someone who doesn't like to display emotion? Both of those are completely okay. This is for your assessment and for your training. There is not an expectation that you have to be Sort of perform for a social worker, okay? They aren't. I, I've been party to the conversations after prep. I've been part of the conversations where we are writing notes. Never once have I seen a note saying, "Oh, this person cried a lot at that point," or "Oh, that person just didn't cry. They must be dead inside." Nothing like that is happening. It's much more. Okay, how did they talk about that? How did they react to that? Where where's their thinking? There might be certain times where you think, mm, do you know what? Judging by what they've said, I'm going to make a note for their social worker to be following up with that because I think that this is a subject that they need a little bit more help, support, guidance or work on. Again, this isn't to say that you've said or done anything wrong. It's more, this is a point that you might need some help with. Let's Let's make sure that you get that. Um, so let's make sure that you get the right support. Um, so what have I covered? Dress, timekeeping. Um, make sure you're on time. Uh, the trainers, I know that I never am. Um, I'm always there on time. I just overrun with my talking. Shock. Um, but yeah, making sure that you're on time is is important. Um, I had a training whereby, um, someone had, the, the doctors had made it aware, uh, made the trainers aware that they needed to take a work call. That was absolutely fine. They scheduled that in. Um, then they took another one that took even longer and they were out of the room for quite a considerable amount of time. Um. That actually caused some concerns for um, within sort of within the 
training conversation because they that those adopters had missed a real big big part of a conversation they'd missed out on some really really key vocal points and then didn't react too well to how they was sort of brought up on that so understanding that look if if something happens because you know you you might have childcare issues you might have any number of issues around that time when you're if you're doing it online it's so easy to say oh do you know what i'm just because i've been asked to go on mute i can just carry on talking or i might just pop off and make a cup of tea those are the sort of things they're noted um and of course there are certain things that are beyond your control but make a point of letting it be known that that might happen and let everyone know so they can offer you the best level of support if you don't talk about it it means that nobody can do anything about it and social workers will naturally 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 they will lead themselves straight down the line of thinking the worst so it's much better to explain it in in the start so as everyone knows exactly what's going on all right um so yeah don't stress yourself out do challenge do question do raise some questions let people know where you're at um chill out about what to wear um take notes or don't take notes it sounds good um if it's online make sure you're comfortable but make sure that you are acting as if you were in a training room does your behavior reflect how your behavior would be if you were in a room with this person if the answer is no then you're doing it wrong okay you you need to you need to approach it if you are doing it online you need to approach it as if you were in that room now what i mean by that is again paying full attention not playing on your phone not walking out to make a cup of tea halfway through a, a really important conversation around contact treat it as if you were there um because you'll miss out if you don't um if the social workers have any concerns about you they're going to let you know they're not going to just write in your report and hide it from you so relax be yourself if they have a concern they're going to talk to you about it but in all of the years that i've been doing it the only conversations i've ever been a party to are those of hey do you know what i can see that that was uh, a worry for you are you okay do you need some extra support on this can i help with x y or z okay so it's not it's not oh you know you didn't react how we wanted you to so therefore you're not allowed to do this that's not that's not how that conversation goes it's more can we help you can we help you on your journey um so yeah relax chill um I think, I think in general, that's sort of the best advice that I can be offering you. Um, expect social workers to make copious amounts of notes. 
it's because they have to do a follow-up report on on how your training went it's not because they're trying to catch you out um it's not because you've said something that's really offensive or anything like that it's they they need to do their bit to make sure that they are offering the right level of care to you um and springboarding your assessment basically okay um yeah so yeah i think that's it but most importantly have fun with it this is this is when your journey i think really really kicks into gear so embrace it go with it and enjoy it you'll you'll have a great time um the more like i say the more open your mind is the more you'll have fun so just go along understand you're probably going to go on a bit of an emotional roller coaster but that's all okay because you will be helped and guided by a social worker all right um hopefully that's answered ben's queries um and hopefully i've released it just in time i mean i looked at all of the topics and i felt like that one was sort of uh time time sensitive so i wanted to make sure that i got to that one quickly uh so ben i'm hoping that that has uh covered that one for you but um if if it didn't and there is still time you just let me know and i'll make sure that i uh that i cover it in even more depth um i'm gonna bring this to a close because the uh the more astute listener in the room will hear that food is is almost done um sausage mash and uh, lots of nice veg going on so i'm gonna leave because i'm hungry (laughs) um but yes until next week thank you very much for listening